Howdy and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we have fun talking all things hunting and in the process do our best to support small and family-owned businesses in the hunting space. Here are your hosts and resident bandits, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. I can talk about mine and, uh, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to talk about some of the, the, the stuff that, that was different from the last couple seasons. Um, you know, just, I mean, this year we were so much success in calling in gobblers. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I'll probably keep that in. So howdy folks. Welcome to the feed bandit podcast. I hit record while we were still discussing what we we're going to talk about in this episode. <laughs> so I, so you, now you kind of know where we're going. Um, yeah, you just got your, you got your <laughs> official behind the scenes thing, you know, minus all the bad language. So there you go. So, I'm sure no one out there, uh, you know, thought that. Oh my God, these guys—they don't—they just—they never edit anything. You know, that's like a perfect podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <But> anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. Uh, Jimmy here, uh, with as always, Richard. He's uh, he's with me and was uh, laying out the outline for the uh, podcast today. So. Yep. Yeah. Welcome yep. aboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh uh it's getting to be that dark time of year again where it gets hotter than you know what and the uh the water evaporates and the bugs come out and the this is tough, man. That this is really tough. You know, getting into mid May through uh through about August it's it's tough. But but you know, we always talk about again, at least for me you know the the preparation the 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 excitement of the season you know it's getting louder and louder the acdc song thunder is getting a little bit louder in my ear and again you sure that's not just the rain outside well it could be be. (laughs) by the the time august rolls around i'll be i'll be tone deaf or whatever i won't be able to hear anything it'll be crazy so well there's always stuff to do always work to do that's true. There's uh, always uh, always fish to catch. That's true. Uh, yeah, you know, always beer, beer to drink. drink. <laughs> yeah, pigs pigs to pop. Well, yeah, and boy, well. Woo, let me tell you the uh, the pasture poodles on the uh, Rancho Bandito. They uh, they just done at the wrong critter. Well, we'll we'll start. Well, how about we start with that real quick? Sure. Uh, an good. unfortunate update live from Rancho Bandito. Um, we lost one of our axis deer to, uh, who, what, what we think is a, is a coyote. So, um, you know, it, which makes well, me particularly mad. Because, oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, it's probably my favorite animal of all yeah, time. Why don't, you kill the, why don't you go kill the pigs? Well, go kill the pigs. Don't worry. Why are you messing with the, the damn axis deer? I uh, <laughs> well, well, now we're going to go kill the damn coyotes. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 on. Uh, unfortunately, you know, this time of year, they're you know they're they're not very susceptible to a lot of baited traps apparently. Um, and I think that's because of just there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of scent in the air. This, this is what I've heard. Uh, but they are still susceptible to snares uh, being shot, uh, which I'm certainly going to help happen. And then um, they're they're also susceptible to uh, to setting uh, the foothold traps uh, alongside the major travel routes. So you know, coyotes are real are are real territorial. I mean, and, and so when you know they they basically defecate on the they take a dump on the road. I don't know why I'm being all proper. <laughs> they take they they go poop on the road and then they come back and check it, and that's kind of like their business card, right? Um, so if, if you go in there and you spray some coyote urine 
on that um, on, on that poop. Uh, my my pee guards work in the night. Poop. Um, <laughs> they will. They're, they're pop culture. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They they will actually come and and, and they'll say, "Oh, dude, no way." There's you know, Brad's over here peeing in my poop again, <laughs> and um, sometimes you can catch them in the leg hole traps. Anyway, but uh, oh yeah, well, I, now, I tell you, I hope they're still. You mentioned that they're still susceptible to being shot. I I rue the day when they're not, because that would be a uh, that'd be a major right. problem. You right, know, that, bu- become, that bullet bouncing off them or something. Right like when they become like self-aware, like Skynet. Yeah. Oh, terrifying. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Great movie. Anyway, so, um, yeah, we're just going to we're going to continue to kind of bite our lip and uh, and it's going to get it's going to get Western, as one of our good friends would say. Uh, when it starts to get colder, we're going to we're going to put out cyanide. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cyanide traps. We're going to do um, I mean, anything. Punji sticks. It, it, it's oh, yeah. again, it, it's going to get freaking nuts. So. When when you irritate the owner of Rancho El Bandito, you have made a very powerful enemy. So, um, anyway, that that's the really sad news about our Axis Rip buddy. Uh, I, I sure hope that your harem is is having lots of babies, and we're going to do what yes. we can to uh, to protect your kin, there, son. So, anyway, uh, whew. All right, so turkey. So there was your there was your. Uh... Moment of silence, right there. Yep. Yep. Axis. No, for sure. For for Arnold, uh, the axis. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, for so for turkey season. So so here in Texas, when this is being recorded, we've got a couple of weeks left. Um, I think overall, it's been a, a pretty good season. Um, I haven't heard a whole lot of one of the birds aren't talking, you know, so on and so forth. Um, Rancho Bandito, it's been fantastic. Uh, we we've had a lot of a lot of birds. Uh, a lot of hens that went to nest. Uh, that's fantastic because, you know, the gobblers start to get super active looking for receptive uh, for females. And uh, and that's when uh, even the novice turkey hunter can take advantage of uh, of a gobbler's lust. So uh, uh, we certainly did that. Well, he's only a male. Uh, that, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But boys would be boys. That's true. Um, and so why, why don't we start with, with you, Mr. Turkey? So... You, if you have, if you haven't figured it out by now, you you will soon. Jimmy, Jimmy is a turkey junkie, and, and the the man uh, is a great caller, and he's a great strategist when it when it comes to turkey hunting. And so, we uh, this was earlier in the season. He went out and, and did his deal. I was messing with the kiddos, so I really couldn't go out, and I hadn't heard a lot of gobbling. Uh, my father was down at, at at the ranch, and he hadn't heard a lot either. So I really, I wouldn't say I was doubting him, but I was kind of <laughs> like, oh, good luck, pal. I'll sit in the house and have a cocktail in the AC. And then I get the picture. So I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let you take it over from there. Oh, well, thank you. Now, uh, let's see. I got down there to the ranch, you know, uh, mid-afternoon or so. So, you know, I had the evening hunt, you know, in front of me. And uh, there's there's this one spot on the ranch where uh, you know I appreciate you kind of you know blowing me up as this you know amazing you know turkey hunter and whatnot, but uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if, I, you know, it's, fits, man. <laughs> but uh, well, uh, no, there's this one spot that's been kind of the bane of my existence, and the reason why, and I shot a turkey at this spot, and, it's, and the reason why I like sitting here there is because it's a beautiful view, and you can kind of depending on where you sit. You know what I'm talking about, the road on the way to, yeah. And uh, it's a beautiful spot, uh, but you can, 
when you sit there, you can see every everything you need to see, more or less, you know, so that yeah. you can see one coming in from a decent distance, you know. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I killed one there several years ago. Or I don't know. Yeah, more than several years ago now, probably. And then... Uh, I think maybe that same season I went back to that spot. And, you know, typically I don't like to do that because I want to try to get one at different spots. Like, not at the exact same spot at least, you know. But I did. And I think that's why when I went there, I don't know, it's the one and only turkey I've ever missed. <laughs> and I, missing a turkey to me is, at least for me, is extremely embarrassing. So I'm, I'm amazed oh, yeah. I'm even admitting to it on this podcast. But uh, but I, I don't know, somehow I did. And I think, you know, I think I... I didn't aim, you know, properly down the barrel, you know, and all that stuff. I was really excited, and you know, every time, it, every time I call a turkey in, it's it makes me nervous. But I remember specifically oh, what happened. Oh, well, hold on, put the brakes yeah. on right there. So, so you do what I do when we deer hunt. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I am you. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Because that's <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you know, geez. But this guy though, at that time that I missed. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying, the reason why I brought up how you could see it, everything. Well, he ends up coming from directly behind me, out of the sticks. Oh, gosh, you know, and he and he's doing the clicking thing, you know, and everything. And I'm like, okay, but he's still coming. He's coming around, and I'm I'm looking at him like literally three feet from me, but out of the corner of my eye because I'm not moving. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, you know, and he's just slowly walking. I'm like, come on, come on, you know, and everything. I'm looking at him. And I could tell that his head was starting going to go a little white and everything. He was kind of getting a little leery. I'm like, oh, sure. great. So I, I think I might have, you know, kind of moved really fast to try to shoot him, and I didn't aim properly, blah, blah, blah. Well, he gets up, he runs a little and tries to fly, and I was like, I cycled one in to try to shoot him, but I missed. And, that, of course, that was, like, devastating to me. Oh, yeah. You know? So it was like became a mental thing. Sure. sure. <laughs> so this year I was like, you know, screw it. I'm going to go back to that same spot. Right, and sit there and try to call call one in, and I sat there for probably forty five minutes or so. You know, I was calling, and like you said, nothing was talking. I mean, it was just quiet as can be. You know, and the problem with that is, and I've you know I've messed myself up by sitting there and thinking, you know, nothing's nothing's coming around, and I've gotten up and there's been one, you know, probably just sitting there just waiting or doing something, you know, just sure. not coming in or whatever, yeah. but scare them off. So. Whenever that happens and they're not talking, I typically sit there longer, you know, just to just to be in case. And then I'll sit there and I'll question myself, like, well, should I get up? I go, well, I'll give another 10 minutes. I'll give another 10 minutes. <laughs> well, this, this story is kind of anticlimactic for that spot because I did it, sat, 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 sat. And I was like, well, I got about, I don't know, maybe an hour. I don't remember how much sun I had left. But, right. you know, decent Decent kind of sunlight to where it's not like twilight. It was like, I have about an hour left. And I was like, ah, dang it. So that spot one again, I got up. But I'm glad I kind of did, though, because the spot I ended up walking to was just absolutely beautiful. And you know the spot I'm talking about and what it looked like. So I walked down this road, and there's a tank kind of on the way to this feeder pen, but it's further, a little further down. So the the tank is between where I was and and the, uh, and the, the, just feeders, you know, kind of around the bend and down the um, down the road or whatever. Right. But uh, uh, next to the tank was a rather large little field, uh, just solid, book solid, of uh, blue bonnets. Right. You know, so it was like perfect, perfect timing. You know, at that moment, at that time, to you know, to to hunt turkey because the blue bonnets are just everywhere. Sure. Well, 
I came around the oh, bin yeah. and I saw that I saw that field. And I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! I got to sit in there. I got I got to set up here. So I put my decoy right in the middle <laughs> of awesome. the uh, the field, the little field of blue bonnets, and uh, tucked myself into uh, a cedar tree. Right. Like it, it, with the cedar trees, kind of within you know what the oak trees or whatever there next to the pond. Sure. And uh, you know, I just kind of tucked myself in there. But you know, what I like to do is sit kind of at an angle to where because I'm right-handed, so I right. sit enough to where if I'm going to shoot kind of to the right of my body, you know, it's, I don't have to go so far because I'm kind of sitting with my shoulder, my right shoulder kind of into the bush, if that makes sense with my left shoulder out. So that that way I can, you know, rotate all the way to my left, you know, so I have kind of a, you know, 180 degree kind of comfortable shot there. So that's kind of how it's. You, you have, you have to, and that that's, I think it's a good tip. You, you've got to think about that stuff. And and that's, You know, before you get too comfortable sitting in a spot, because again, being still is, is so key. You know, you you're exactly right. You you got to be thinking about that, and you know, have your body, because I mean, either that or learn to shoot, you know, left-handed or right-handed, depending on what what's what's dominant for you. Right, right, and I have shot a turkey left-handed, and I, I made the steps when I made the decision to just kind of cock myself now going forward. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we are. Because uh, for whatever reason, I remember when I shot that turkey left-handed. My left shoulder was just destroyed for a long time. Oh, boy. I, bet. I guess it's just because my I must have built up, you know, the padding or something over time in my right shoulder. Right, <laughs> fat, you know, fat reserves, fat padding, yeah, fat right. reserves right. been put over there. <laughs> but the reason why I bring up how I was sitting though is because that that's the important part of or kind of a, an important part of this this uh, discussion. So I sit up and I sit down and I'm calling and again, you know, not a sound, not a word, not an answer, not a nothing. And I'm sitting there, you know, it's, it becomes a good 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes, you know, just calling, you know, doing what I need to do. But all of a sudden, I, you know, I had this feeling, you know, the feeling I'm talking about, you're oh, like, yeah. I just, I think there's, I think there's something right there. Yeah. And the way I was kind of angled was looking at kind of the edge of the pond. And there's about maybe, I don't know, 10 feet between the shore and the, this grove of trees. And I was like, I feel like there might be something over there. And I just kept listening. You know, I closed my eyes a little, try to focus and then listen and everything. And I could hear something. And then all of a sudden, I mean, still no call, no gobble, no nothing. Right. All of a sudden I hear, I kind of hear the plume kind of move, you know, not yeah. the bit, not the big loud, but it was, it was one of, you know, one of those when you see them and they kind of do it very casually. Yeah. It's it's not, <laughs> it's not, not the, not the full blown drum. Okay. Right. Yeah. It was like like that, and I was like, "Oh man, okay." I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I heard that one. You know, sometimes I psych myself out, but pretty sure I heard that one and two that there, it's right. He's right there. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to, you know, I'm I'm already kind of angled that way, so I'm glad I did that, you know, purposely. So I'm like, okay, now I'm just gonna get my gun up in a little bit in position, and I and not five minutes later, he he walks out and he's full, you know, full looking for for the decoy, basically, sure. you know. And I'm like, oh my god, all right. So now I turn into you, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. And then what do I see? Right behind him was got was gobbler number two. And I'm like, oh my god, okay. There's two dudes here, you know. And neither of them wanted to say a word, but they right. walked all the way to me, and it took all this time, you know, and everything. So I'm like, okay. So I slowly raised up, and I, you know, I aimed, and boom, <laughs> put that sure. first guy down. Oh my god, that is the. Uh, that's the greatest feeling in hunting in my mind. Oh, that's great. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Just flopping around a little bit, then he died. Yeah. So it wasn't too much of a flop type thing. And I was like, oh, yes. Uh. And I have no idea what happened to his buddy, his second side buddy, as he he ran off. But uh, interesting note before I forget. So uh, anyway, so I got the I got the guy. So I went and was all excited, sent pictures, of course, all around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and he was a great he was a great I, I'll put it in this uh, in this episode. Well, actually, for the for, we'll put both of our pictures uh, in this episode. So yeah. remi- remember to send me yours. Yep. Uh, but uh, uh, what was interesting about this guy um, was and he had a deep, he had a pretty damn good beard and yeah. stuff like that. He was a good bird. Um, what's interesting about him is that morning, uh, one of your dad's friends was sitting out there, and he got the it was either vi- I think it was a video. Oh, the- remember? And uh, he saw this guy and his buddy, the two guys that I saw, and people were wondering, how do you know that's those guys? But I was like, yeah. well, it has to be this guy because I <laughs> it doesn't have to, but I mean, what are the chances? Uh, I was looking back at the picture that you took of me, you yeah. know, uh, posing with him, and he was missing that one uh, feather in the back, you know, right. sticking out. So there's a there's a gap there. Well, I was looking at. Uh, his video from the, that this morning with the two guys walking, around, you know, just kind of posing with each other down there, and sure enough, the, that one of them was missing that feather in that same exact, exact spot in nope. the video. Yeah. Right? That <laughs> is like, crazy. <laughs> so you know, the, his, his buddy is still out there. I guess. Well, I was just, that's I was just about to say. Yeah. I almost kind of wonder if you know when when I shot my Jake if. Um, if maybe if maybe he was there too, yeah. You know, I, I I don't know. That's man, that's nuts. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it man. I tell you what, that was uh, it was a good feeling. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, well done. Well done. So, yeah, mine uh, mine's a little less uh, dramatic. Um, you know, I I ended up this year was supposed to be. Uh, a year that, that I was hoping my oldest daughter, Abby, I know we had talked about, we had talked about on our podcast too, about, you know, trying to get out there and, and shoot, uh, try to shoot a turkey, you know, kind of her first big game, big game critter, if you will. And, um, unfortunately the gun that I, I was really, I was asking for my birthday just to, just because I'm, I'm always asked what I want for my birthday. And I said, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Uh, would just been outstanding for the kiddos. Unfortunately, um, we, we just couldn't find it. Uh, I'm still looking for it and I will not give up because it is just, it's an incredible gun for kids. And I don't want to talk too much about it because I'd like to do a, do a piece about it and I don't want to get everybody excited and they go out there and they can't find it because they literally <laughs> cannot find it. Um, but unfortunately it, it did not, uh, did not work out. Abby was, uh, was a little too timid. That's fine. That that's not a problem. Um, and, and so it's next know, year. Yeah. So there's going to be next year. Right. So, um, and that's part of it, you know. You, uh, us dads, I know, especially with uh, the the male children, you tend to get a little, you know, tend to get a little excited. You know, my boy's out there chopping wood and eating raw fish, you know. <laughs> and 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 hey, us us fathers with uh, with with girls are kind of the same way, you know. But but it's a piv- there's a pivotal moment there of you know with with me and Abby, um, and she's like, "Are you mad at me?" And I'm like, "Of course not. I'm not mad." You and I w- I was disappointed, but I'm not going to tell her that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know she loves it and she just wasn't ready and that's okay. So, uh, actually it probably ended up being a good thing. Cause I did end up shooting the 20 gauge with three inch Turkey load that I was given to her. 
Holy Toledo. Um, it, Al, God, just, and I was like, see, it didn't hurt. I'm like, oh, my God, that hurt, you know? Um, but, yeah, so, anyway, another thing that I asked for, uh, and I think it's another good tip for all you are you dads and, uh, and, and uh, adults out there hunting with kiddos, is I asked for a couple of pop-up blinds um, just so that I could put them out there. Uh, sit with the girls and, and they could, you know, they, they could still kind of be, you know, they could hang out and not have to worry about keeping the face mask over them, so on and so forth. Anyways, I end up getting a couple of those. Um, and I have found, and this is just me and maybe it's our turkeys or they just don't care. I don't know. I have found that the turkeys just don't really seem to care about pop-up blinds. Uh, you know, so long as it's, it's backed up against something that kind of cuts out the outlet or the outline. So uh, we put that uh, theory to the test uh, a couple of Fridays ago. My uh, my good buddy and I went down to the to a place real near the kind of really near our house actually, where we do some of our some of our our, our testings. We've heard we've heard some birds gobbling down there uh, throughout the entire season. So <laughs> we went out there with you know the sun had been up for you know ten fifteen minutes. The the birds are are, are chirping and gobbling and. Uh, we just threw, we just popped this blind up and I was in shorts and Crocs and this was just kind of a real quick, let's see what's going to happen. And, um, we put our decoy out there. I also had a, uh, I had Jake decoy out there too. And I, I kind of positioned them to where, uh, anything coming from the left and the right would just have a very clear picture of, of what's going on. And, you know, my, my goal of course was to get that big old nasty jelly headed Tom to, to run or fly over there and just just kick the snot out of my decoy, but yet again it didn't happen. Seems to happen to everybody else but me, which is fine. Um, but uh, we were calling and calling, you know, every ten fifteen minutes, and and I actually, I actually increased the amount of times I was calling because, um, again, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning of this 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 this, this uh, podcast that. You know, a lot, a lot of the hens were off of the net or on the nest, so they really weren't available for breeding. So the the uh, the gobblers were really out there roaming, and I did hear of a couple of birds that were running to decoys, things of that nature on the ranch. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. I'm I'm gonna let this girl. I mean, she's had her morning coffee. She is ready to rock and roll. So I'm gonna try <laughs> to let Tom know that. So I picked it up a little bit. Um, just to my left was and out of out of out of sight is a um uh, a little creek crossing i'd say that creek is oh three or four yards across but when it flows it flows um and it's it's definitely a a natural barrier you know the deer and the, the antelope and all that have no problems going through it and um you know but 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 turkeys you know, I, I of course once dry, I'm sure they'll walk right over. But I'm assuming they have to fly over it. But but you know, they talk about that sort of thing being a barrier. You know, fences, whether it's high fence or your typical five strand barbed wire fence. Um, you know, trees or bodies of water. You know, sometimes birds can hang up for for whatever reason. So, um, didn't really think about that, but. Uh, right at 7 a.m., I, I was look, checking a checking a work email, unfortunately, on my day off. But um, <laughs> I, I, I kept, yeah, I know, I know. Believe me, I, I catch a I catch movement out the the left hand side or left corner, you know, peripheral vision, and, and there's a tom. You know, he's at 30 yards, and he is puffed up. 
And of course, I'm oh boy, oh god, here we go. And uh, my, I give my buddy my cell phone. He's got my GoPro. I mean, he kind of looks like Inspector Gadget for for those of those kids, those, those people born in the '80s will know who that is. Uh, with all of his little gizmos and gadgets coming off of him. Um, anyway, he so that this bird had flown that creek, which I I think was really impressive. Again, it was only you know a handful of a couple of yards, but but the fact that they went over it, I, I think, says something. And uh, he had clearly heard me, and he never gobbled. Uh, so he just he had heard it come in silent. I mean, those are the ones that that man, they that sucks because it is so tough. Um, you really got to be careful, you know. And if I had been on the ground, you know, and I wasn't paying attention, I I could have spooked him. But uh, he started making his way right towards my decoys, and then I, I catch something kind of. I'm watching him, and I catch something to the right of him, and, and sure as hell enough, there's a hen. Uh, obviously, with, with the hens, you know, the hens are going to be attracted to other hens, you know. So while I'm sitting there going bananas on my slate call, uh, you know, I called in another hen. Um, and so, unfortunately, that hen hung up at about 50 yards. So so where does the, the big tongue go? Uh, naturally, he's going to go to live bait. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, I spent about 10, 15 minutes cussing that little hen. And um, she just she just stood there, and I think we've got some video of it. And this is one of the videos that my uh, subscribers, <clears throat> who will see on YouTube, uh, here shortly when I when I get to posting it. Listen, folks, I know my videos aren't great, but I'm getting better at it, and and I hope you enjoy the footage. Uh, please, please show me your love, show me your support, content um, and quality. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So no, they're great. Uh, they they are great videos, and they get good, good info. So yeah. Yeah, so anyways, th- this dude was just acting like a total fool, drumming around this hen. And I don't know, the hen just was not interested. Kind of reminds me of with the, with, the, with the females like in eighth grade, you know, <laughs> acting like an idiot, and the hens are just sitting there. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little nervous because, you know, the live bait is, man, it's tough. It's tough to beat. Um, but But every once in a while, if you're that persuasive, uh, sometimes you can beat live bait. So, so this hen started to walk off a little bit, and I'm thinking no. And I was really tempted to take a shot because my turkey gun, uh, Remington 87, 870 uh, pump with a, um, a 24, 20, 24, 26-inch barrel, extended Carlson turkey choke in there with three-and-a-half-inch turkey loads is is pretty ugly out to about 40 yards. Um so I probably could have could have popped him at that, but I, but I'd rather not. I'd rather get him just a little bit closer. So as this turkey, as both these turkeys were leaving, I just was like, man, this this sucks. Uh, here he is right in front of me. So I I got my slate call, and I purred to him. I just went on there, and and, and that was it. He again, he didn't gobble, but he turned right around. He left the live hen and went mm. to the fake hen. Uh, which was just, which was really nice. exciting. Yeah, nice. So uh, again, change it up a little bit, and, and the purr boy, that was that was his big mistake. So he got lined up there, and I just, I just <laughs> jelly headed them. So it was, it was really exciting. Um, it's it was a just great a, video too. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a fun. It was, I got a good video. Uh, my buddy has got, you know, video of me, and then my cell phone <laughs> videoing the actual. The actual shot. So he ended up being, I think, about a two-year bird, two-year-old bird, I believe. Uh, didn't have huge spurs, but had a double beard, uh, which was kind of cool. Yes. 
Um, so obviously I was just real thrilled to have them. Uh, we actually ended up eating them that night and we, we actually filmed a, uh, filmed a little video of them while we were, uh, while I was cleaning. In fact, that's on our, our YouTube uh-huh. page right now. And I thought it was pretty good. So, um, anyways, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, later that weekend, I ended up shooting a Jake, uh, and I've got video of that as well. You know, Jake's are there's you know sometimes people say okay well is is, is shooting a jake like shooting a dove off of a wire shooting a duck on a wire <laughs> guess guess what i do all of it so um you know here, kind of my it, rule on it's a male so well, that's it's, true it's that's true yeah yeah kind, kind of my rule on, on jakes is as follows you know if it's a really really dry year okay and, and the hens aren't going to nest meaning that you know we're not going to have a good a good hatch. We're not going to have a lot of baby turkeys out there. Um, I, you know, I sometimes will, will discourage everybody from shooting a Jake if they want to, unless it's a kid, of course, you know, cause the kids just need experience. But, uh, this year it, it literally looks like Vietnam at Rancho Bandido. I mean, it is, it is terrifying. All we need is, you know, rice huts and we're, we'd be there. It's, you never know. Jimmy what, Hendrix music in the back. Yes. Yes. Right. So, um, it, it it's so it's so nice out there right now. I I just decided to to pop a Jake and uh, got one of our good friends took the meat and so I it was a great time. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a really successful turkey season. In fact, I think it was one of the better ones we've had um, yeah. in, in quite a few years. So well, uh, didn't I mean uh, we had a first turkey uh, first turkey shot? Uh, wasn't that Rich? Didn't he? Shoot his first? Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so my brother-in-law uh, shot his first turkey, shot a Jake. Uh, so that's that's great. And, of course, here we go again. He's hooked, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of funny because he was talking about all the gear he's going to go buy and all that kind of stuff. So, see, <laughs> that's, that's you know, you, you know, he sure it was a Jake. But, but because of that, now my brother-in-law is going to go spend oodles of money on on uh, on turkey gear which is only going to benefit the turkey in the in the long run so um <laughs> yeah it was awesome yeah, and i tell true. you while we're while we're talking about turkeys one thing i've been i've been doing some researching on you know, we we have uh uh the rancho bandido has a, a county trapper but uh, i'm going to start doing some some more serious coyote trapping as well on the you know the on the inside of the property because the, the county trapper is just inundated with, with other ranches and whatnot. But uh, one of the things that, that I was doing some research on, uh, I'll see if I can find it again, uh, was talking about, you know, the, the, the predation of turkey nests. Hmm. Uh, and, and I don't know if this is a, an actual fact or not, but uh, they were saying that a pair of coons can actually wipe out a nest a day. Wow, are you um, serious? Yeah, yeah. Which, which I've always known that you know, coons, coons and possums and skunks are 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 really bad nest nest raiders and and things of that nature. And and I think that's that's that this was being filmed like in Illinois, um, somewhere further north. And what the guy was saying was that you know that there's kind of a a, a dead period, if you will, where a lot of the coons spring and summer foods are not available yet. So they basically do nothing but eat eggs. Uh, like, Oh my uh, God, that, that is, that is terrifying. Now. Oh, like, well, I, well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So now <laughs> boy, now you got a double target on your head. Uh, Mr. Mr. And Mrs. Raccoon. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I thought that was I thought that was really kind of eye opening. You know, I mean, we we we've always on on the place we hunt, we've always got a a, a shoot a shoot quickly, you know, policy for coons and skunks and possums. But uh, you know that that fact was 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 really kind of startling. So interesting. Yep. Okay. Well. Yep. I know what we need to be doing this summer. Oh, I, oh, I believe me. Well, and with that being said, actually, we some of the game camera pictures that we've had coming back, our coons kind of disappeared off our protein fears. But guess who's back? I guess they're back <laughs> from spring break. Oh, we, really? We have got some chubby <laughs> trash pandas that are, are uh, sitting on the protein feeders. So, um, gosh, I, I am excited to get the traps back out there. I'm also very excited. Uh, because uh, I'm going to be putting my uh, first pair of uh, coon hoods oh, yes. on, the, on one of our, our protein feeders that is absolutely sacked every night by those turds. Oh, uh, and we're we're talking some bull coons, too. I mean, the, yeah. these guys are enormous, no neck, huge puppy tail, 15 rings. You know, these <laughs> these are some boss boss animals. So, well, uh, folks, uh, tell folks if they're wondering what a coon hood is, uh, remind them what it is. Right. You know, we did that podcast. Yep. Uh, with Hayden about them. So. Right. Yeah. So the the coon hood is uh, is the greatest invention in the entire world. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Hayden's going to be getting some sort of of gigantic award. Uh, I mean, it's better than the internet, in my opinion. <laughs> so, so the the coon hood is an actual hood that is uh, that is installed over. Uh, the 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 port of your protein deer feeder. Okay, so so I did a kind of a a recap. You know, the the deer protein feeders are the gravity feeders where you put in the the, the pellets or corn or whatever, and then the deer can come up there or deer or turkeys, whatever you're feeding, targeting can come up there at any time and just you know take some feed out of there. Well, problem is the coons will climb up there, they'll get on there, and and they'll clog up there. They'll They'll dump out all, all the feed, or they'll scare deer off. I've seen it happen. So uh, the coon hood is a device that that uh, basically fits, again, over the, the downspout of your protein feeder. And so, again, it's just it's genius. When the coon comes, you know, from the top of the protein feeder and slides down the tube, uh, his or her weight uh, on the hood pushes uh, pushes it down, and so they can't stick their hands in there and get the protein. But when they get off of it, it comes back up, and the, the spout's completely open so that any of the game animals can eat out of it. Um, it works the other way to where if you've got kind of a shorter protein feeder, they, they've got it so where they can, um, I, I believe, they can actually reach up there, uh, again, if you have a shorter protein feeder, and they can actually pull down on this thing. Well, when they do that, they pull the trap shut, or they pull the, the hood over the, the, the spout. So they, they they still can't get the feed. So uh, that's great. Um, anyways, I am just I am just I'm I am seriously very very thrilled to to get out there and, and give these things a, a test because this particular uh, feeder they have um, I you know I, I will catch a bunch of coons here but they're they're typically young ones and again I've got some out there they're just I mean, they're Boone and Crockett they're mountable trophies uh, yeah yeah so I, I I tell you what we're gonna do I haven't told Hayden this yet but I'm gonna get a Get a couple of the cameras out there and, and watch some really frustrated coons. Hopefully, we'll actually catch the first, the first audio of raccoons cussing. So we'll see. <laughs> that we'll would see. be awesome. Yeah. yeah, pretty excited to see that. So, 
Well, everybody, uh, we, we recorded a pretty cool podcast with Hayden uh, and Coonhood uh, back in the beginning of April. So uh, be sure to go back and listen to that one if you haven't heard it already. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything else. You got anything else? You know, I, I, I don't. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's right now it's, it's early May and, uh, the antlers should start popping. Of course, in some of the areas, some of the States, the antlers are already coming out. So again, man, that clock is ticking. It's not too late. It's not too late to get mineral out there. It's not too late to do any sort of supplemental feeding. Uh, something you want to start thinking about, especially in the Southern States is, is water. Um, I, I think we've all been, been very blessed, knock on wood, with lots of <laughs> abundant rainfall. But, but as we all know, especially folks here in Texas, it, uh, it can be pouring one day in the absolute Sahara Desert the next. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be, be looking at, uh, be thinking about water troughs. Uh, you know, if, if your troughs are, if, if you're on a, a hunting lease or a ranch that's got cattle troughs, you know, uh, um, you, you might want to volunteer to try to get those things cleaned out for the rancher. Yeah, he or she would definitely love that. Have a nice, relatively clean water source for your deer. So, yep. um, and, and all animals. And don't forget to put a camera up by there. You know that that is the one thing that the one thing that every animal uh, and bird and and whatnot has in common is they all need water. So they all mm-hmm. congregate along uh, uh, along water. So. I tell you, it, it makes me nervous about maybe next year or so that we've had several nah, great nah, years nah, of rain. Nah, 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 nah. But, but well, my point is, no, we're not going to talk. <laughs> I, I know the old, the old, you know, five years and next year it's going to be the the dust bowl. Oh God. Well, but uh, you know what? What is it's kind of the opposite principle of uh, like when do you uh, when do you fix your roof? You know, it's when it's not raining, right? But now. That's true. You know, it's hey, uh, when do you start collecting water? Well, you want to do that when it's raining. For, that's true. That's true. For, you know, for uh, for the okay. time. It's not- I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. I thought. You oh were- no, 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 no. I mean, you 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 were not wrong in jumping the gun because yeah. you know I don't want to jinx anything. I yeah, because I thought you were going to go. Well, you know, every every five <laughs> years we have rain, and every sixty years it, it's no rain. I'm like, ah. I, well, I just remember the, the cycles where I'm like, man, I, I don't, I do not remember last time it rained, and then it's like. Man, I don't remember last time it was kind of a drought. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for real. Well, and and it's funny talking about talking about rain. Uh, the the place that we hunt on average gets about thirty five inches. Uh, that that'll be about normal. Uh, and of course, some years we've had fifty. Uh, like last year, we had some forty some odd. Already this year, we're we're almost approaching fifteen inches. So that is that is super exciting. If we can get we can get some more, just a couple of I call them top off rains, um, you know, and then maybe a maybe a sweet little shower in in the uh, skin melting months of July and August, and then guys, of course, I really don't care what goes on in September because I'm in La La Land anyway, and then we've made it back to the rainy season, and that's the way it goes. So, <laughs> oh man, well maybe yeah. if it didn't rain as much this September as last. <sighs> Well, I, I, sorry Seriously. for bringing that up. <laughs> oh my God! It was October. Was it, it was October? October. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, where do you do with a foot of rain? Oh yeah. well, not much. Right. Uh, foot of rain makes a lot of duck habitat. I, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. So, mm. all right. Well, 
Uh, all right. Awesome. Well, that got me fired up uh, talking about Turkey. Um, makes me sad that, you know, we're getting around the end of the season, but uh, yeah. there's always another year. Oh, yeah. I, I tell you, I, I'm telling you, someday, hopefully not in the too far distant future, and I told my wife this, I said, I will hunt turkey at least every single weekend oh, of turkey man. season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> someday. Someday. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, as long I'd as my uh, tags last, you know. No, of course, of course. Oh, naturally, uh, I, I'd love to go to East Deep East Texas and get a an oh, Eastern yeah. turkey. Uh, well, do that. Do the, that. The, what is the Grand yeah. Slam? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a bucket list. <sighs> yes, so I'm excited. <laughs> All right. uh, well, maybe someone will invite us one day. You know, invite yeah. the people. Yeah, <clears throat> that'd be nice. <laughs> be. Awesome. Mm. All right. Well, uh, you got anything else? Mm-mm. I am. Uh, I'm good to go, my friend. It was, it was a good time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, just everyone out there as a reminder: be sure to get on our email list uh, so you get our killer hunting deals uh, that we send out on occasion delivered straight to your inbox. And you can do that by texting on your mobile phone the word BANDIT to 345-345. And anyone else out there who might have a product or service they offer in the hunting space uh, and you'd like to introduce it to our listeners, uh, please let us know. We'd love to uh, have a chat with you. We'd love to get you on the podcast and uh, you know let everyone know about what you're offering. Uh, email us at howdy at feedbandit.com or you can go to feedbandit.com slash promote and fill out the form there and shoot us a message. So yeah, I guess with that, I will uh, sign off and say goodbye to everybody. Have a uh, good rest of the spring. We'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you want to find new and innovative hunting gear and service providers not typically offered through the traditional big box hunting stores, come on over and join the hunt at feedbandit.com slash join. When you join, as a bonus, you'll get our entertaining free e-guide of unique hunting tips and tricks. And a reminder to all you small businesses, feed stores, gear inventors, or entrepreneurs in the hunting space, if you'd like to get more exposure to potential customers by being featured on the FeedBandit podcast, please let us know. We'd love to discuss what we can do for you and your business. Go to FeedBandit.com slash promote. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a rating and review on iTunes as it would really help us out. Go to FeedBandit.com slash iTunes. Thanks everyone for listening. Until next time. Please remember to support your local feed store.